Welcome to Bone Apple Tea. I'm Connor. I'm Robin. And I'm Brewer. This, this is a podcast where we rate cursed foods. Um, our definition of cursed foods are limited edition bad ideas put together by terrible marketing teams. And we're going to give a rating for each of these foods um, on a Dungeons and Dragons alignment chart where we've got good to evil, where good is delicious and evil is disgusting and neutral in the middle. And then we have a lawful to chaotic where lawful is not weird and pretty regular and chaotic is pretty weird. And then um, neutral again is somewhere in the middle. Okay, great. So uh, this week we're doing Easter. It's Easter next week. Happy Easter. (laughs) Yes. Well, Easter and spring because Japan does not do Easter. So um, I'm coming with some spring items. (laughs) Is Is the sakura out there? Yes, it is in it is in full bloom. It's a full week earlier than it normally is because, yeah. um, you know, causing chaos. Uh, <laughs> yes, everyone uh, arranging their sakura parties. <laughs> I've I've um I've been we I've been to one where we we sat on corners of a tarp, um, quite far from each other, um, in an a unpopular area that has a tree. So I managed to get some. Like flower viewing and day drinking in. So. The day drinking is the main part. So <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm there for. <laughs> Any limited edition chew highs? Um, oh yeah, not too actually. No, not too many this time. There's been a few. Um, there's been a lot of melon chew highs this time, oh, especially awesome. like kind of yeah, kind of cantaloupe ones. Um, mm. but I'm I'm not a fan of melon flavoring. Mm. Um, milk is so strange yeah i, I love a good I feel melon like, soda but beyond that i'm like eh. yeah for me i feel as though i come across as a really picky flavoring person while i'm in japan because there's a few like of the base flavors that are like the most common flavors in japan that i don't enjoy like i find it's interesting how like different like flavors are different like standard flavors in different countries we talked about this last week how pineapple is a standard flavor here yeah or like how in australia the the purple skittle is like a is black currant and in like america it's grape so in japan like flavors in japan though i'd say green tea um black sesame yeah um yeah of like the fruit flavors there's like melon grape peach Melon, grape, peach, strawberry. I'd say peach is even a little bit unusual because there's lots of peach things that you only get in mm. Tohoku. Ah, mm. uh, yeah. Oh. Like, I love peach flavoring, but I don't like grape flavoring and I don't like melon flavoring. And okay. then there's like your uh. sort of soft drink flavor that you get among the fruits instead of Coke, it's Ramune. Yeah, ramen is delicious, so it's all mm. good. <laughs> yeah, I like the ramen flavor. <laughs> yeah. Okay, should we get started on our first round? Um, so I have Alrighty. the whiz fizz egg. Whiz fizz. Whiz fizz egg. egg. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've tried one of these, and since Robin bought it, I've been holding in talking about the whiz fizz egg. Okay, so the packaging is um, it's like a cream egg. It's in like lurid orange wrapping with branding on. Um, otherwise, oh, no, t- no real info. 
So then you open it out and it's got like the sort of dinosaur egg print pattern that a lot of Easter eggs have. Um, yes. Not really much to analyze that. Is it, does it feel hollow or solid? It feels solid. It feels like a cream egg. It's heavy. It's, it's, it's interesting. Um, we've gone for the dinosaur egg um, pattern yeah. when dinosaurs don't have anything to do with Easter. Like, <laughs> I mean, I love it. I'm a big fan of dinosaurs. So, <laughs> Okay. I'm going to taste this thing now. Wow. That was really weird. Um, <laughs> it's kind of got like orange fizzy flavor encased in chocolate it's, and there's popping candy in there. So it's like crackling at the back of my mouth. So is, is Whiz Fizz a thing you get in the UK too? No, but I'm guessing it's just a sherbet brand, right? Yeah, it's just it's just sherbet. Yeah, it is very much doing a popping candy thing. I like popping candy in chocolate. I like popping candy as well, but it's really weird with the like acidic yeah. lemon flavor. <laughs> Um, it doesn't really taste of sherbet either. Oh, that sounds so gacked. <laughs> it's like an orange cream with popping candy inside. Yeah. Oh, that sounds oh, awful. Idea. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, my story about these is there's a store in Flemington. I don't know if you know it, Rue. Cheaper yeah. miles. They just buy like stuff that's running out close to date and stuff. Um, yeah. And when I said I was starting this podcast, everyone was like, you need to do a cheaper by miles episode. Mm. So that might yeah. happen at some point. Um, but my friend bought me one of these for my birthday. My birthday's in July, well away from yeah. Easter. My friend bought <laughs> one of these. <laughs> and then it sat on my counter for like two months because I was too scared to try it. Didn't want to. And then. And then I tried it when three of my friends were over and the friend who bought it recorded images of each of our faces as we bit in. Um, And um, I'll I'll show them to you. It's very good. Yeah. So this, um, it's not gooey like a cream egg. It would actually be better if it was gooey. It's just sort of claggy inside. (laughs) Oh, kind of congealed. Yeah. Yeah. Like sometimes you get like little chocolates that are like that. They're okay. And then like, oh, but this is. It's way like, too big to be like that. It's like it looks like solid fondant. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, bar in the middle of like the orange flavored stuff there, and then I think he decided like the popping candy stuff. It is yeah. disgusting. The chocolate is disgusting as well. It's like really bad. Yeah. Is it, um, is it a collaboration with another chocolate brand or is Whiz Fizz? No, is it, it seems to just be Whiz Fizz going on its own, dripping on that Easter <sighs> spirit. Um, <sighs> great this. Firmly in the chaotic evil. It's just really <laughs> <laughs> just mock the small children that want more sugar, I guess. Alrighty, for my first thing, um, I bought this from Daiso, which is like the two dollar shop in Japan. Uh, we Daiso's pretty international now, actually. Anyway, I bought this from Daiso. Um, it's something that's available in stores. Um, like um, only at like springtime um but it is available in daiso year round um <laughs> and it is the sakura mochi flavored choco so this is ch- or chocolate so often like uh, maybe this is a moment to explain the difference between choco and chocolate because mm. people who haven't been to japan or yeah and people who have but haven't spent a while there might not know the difference yeah, so like a, a choco is like, it's like kind of, it's like usually it comes in a small piece. You often find it's like a little piece of, of, of kind of 
chocolate-esque thing. <laughs> so, so like the Dars you had last week would have been a choco as well. Yeah, the Dars I had last week would have been would have been choco. So it's kind of um, Japan is actually very strict about food labeling. So especially not so much labeling as in like allergens or whatever. It is like strict about its classification of goods. So for example, uh, milk. Like- when when I first arrived in Japan, I thought I was buying milk because I couldn't read yet. Mm. And then yeah. I learned later I was actually buying um, dairy derived drink. Yeah. Um, I wonder what so that, you like- can't call it milk because it doesn't have like a certain percentage of fat and protein. And yeah. I if American Hershey's would count as choco in Japan rather than chocolate because possibly think there's any chocolate i wonder there's always like a percentage that makes it chocolate or chocolate so i wonder what the percentage is but um or like um ice cream like it needs to have a particular percentage of cream in it otherwise it's not ice cream so like just ice uh, yeah it's like ice ice cream is is number one it's like 12 percent uh has to have 12 percent cream in it at least and then the next one down, I can't remember. It's like it's like it's like ice milk or something like that. And then if you've got like a very very low percentage of milk in your ice cream or percentage of cream in your ice cream, it gets the very appealing name lacto ice. <laughs> which <laughs> mm. <laughs> so choco and often this like type of choco is like a packet with lots of little individually wrapped things. And often like at a convenience store counter, you'll just see like for like 30 yen so like 40 cents or something or like even less than that even like 10 yen you can buy just a single choco which is like just a, one individually imagine, wrapped if you're trying to imagine a choco um think like chocolate coin chocolate mm. yeah exactly it's like chocolate cho- yeah i'd imagine chocolate coin would be choco yeah like um yeah the key ingredients in this are not chocolate um but it does say quite proudly on the front well, sakura mochi. Sakura mochi is a particular type of like mochi. It's got very sweet red bean paste inside and then a sweet pink um, mochi outside. And then it's wrapped in a salted pickled sakura leaf, um, which might sound cursed, but it's, it's delicious. It's like a wonderful mix of like a kind of cloringly sweet versus that kind of like savory, salty pickled thing. Um, it's great. But it does say it's got sakura leaf salted sakura leaf powder inside the chocolate so yes anyway i shall open it and and give it a try well from the outside it just smells sweet kind of like condensed milk the chocolate itself is 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 kind of a dull pink with a milk chocolate looking base oh god oh what that's really nice oh it does have mochi inside i didn't expect it to have mochi inside Oh, it says mochi gumi, so like it's got probably just like gummy candy in the inside. Yeah, I can't taste the um the leaf, which is a shame. I would have liked some leaf, but um, yeah, that's pretty nice. It tastes um, it's very sweet. One of our friends gave a very apt description of what sakura flavor is. It kind of tastes like kids makeup. <laughs> yeah, it's sort of musty almost. Like, yeah, kind of musty. Yeah, um, mm. tastes like red bean as well, or a little bit. Okay. Well, apparently. The bottom layer I thought was milk chocolate is in fact red bean chocolate. Oh. So, so a red bean chocolate base and then a sakura flavored like pink chocolate and in the inside it's got mochi. And yeah, do you know what? This is pretty yum. I like this. 
What's I think um this might be chaotic good. Oh, yeah. excellent. <laughs> I'm going to start with the Daryl Lee licorice flavored milk chocolate Easter eggs. And I think we're oh. reading a bit on the back of the package that says. Delicious Daryl Lee milk chocolate Easter eggs full of crunchy aniseed chips. Not even the Easter Bunny could resist. Um, <laughs> I don't really know what an aniseed chip is. I'm excited no. to find out. Um, Daryl Lee usually makes yum stuff. Yeah. Oh, and I have a correction to make as well. It was actually Daryl Lee and Cadbury's that had the legal battle. There was no mm. school involved. That was just... <laughs> that was just... That was some child lying to me and I just... <laughs> chocolate companies makes way more sense yeah it does but like i i when you said it i was like oh yeah i heard about that that battle (laughs) with wesley so like it's a persistent rumor across when we grew up no one could fact check anyone so kids no no and you were like i guess that's true like and nowadays we're just all on our phones like yeah, my, no, my, I had to hear my, that, made, that the rumor made it across the river to you. Well, one of my my dad like would like tell me a fact, um, and like, and he would, and it, you know, like possibly it's true, but I think he genuinely believed it would be true, and then I would believe it would be true, and so now, now, um, now I fact check everything he tells me, oh, and um, there was one. <laughs> no, it was one time, um, or ages ago, there's, uh, he told me that David Bowie sang the Digimon theme. And I, like, because you know that bit that kind of sounds like David Bowie that goes like... <laughs> no, he was making a joke about changes because it goes like, change into... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that bit kind of sounds like David Bowie. I believed it. And then I told one of my mates this. We were in, like, we were in, like, year year eight. And I told her, and then she was like, no, no way. And I was like, yeah, way, it's definitely true. And then, so this was also in a time that you couldn't, like, fact check people. Nobody had internet on their phones, so you couldn't, like. And then um, she ended up telling that story to, like, people at uni, um, like, years and years down the track. And they were just like what no it's not true and it's not true it's not true at all <laughs> but Michael Jackson did contribute music to Sonic 2 I think oh really Sonic games yeah so well I've tried to track down who track. sung that bit and I can't so like maybe it was David Bowie <laughs> <laughs> maybe it could like be a really deep Maybe it's going really deep. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I need to investigate further. Anyway. Aniseed chips in a hunting egg. So um, the wrapping is like a sort of gunmetal grey with Daryl yeah. Lee written on it. Nice. This is a mediocrely moulded chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> it does not have the dinosaur print pattern. It doesn't have the dinosaur print pattern. It kind of has like dual nubbins. <laughs> oh. It's like... You know when you use the um, symmetry tool and you accidentally draw like a heart-shaped face? Mm. Yeah. It has that kind of vibe. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. (laughs) That taste. The licorice is very crunchy. It really is. It's licorice Crunchy licorice. Licorice is meant to be chewy. Chocolate's really good. Yeah. Yeah, Um, Daryl chocolate's really nice. 
Okay, it gets better. Sienna seeds salty? Very slightly. So the most unpleasant bit is when you pop it in your mouth. Yeah. And the chocolate starts to melt on your tongue and you taste the fattiness, but all like the taste of aniseed is in your sinuses. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, do you like aniseed? Because I think that massively affects. Yeah, no, I really okay, like, I quite like licorice. My mom is really into salted licorice. Like they sell them at Aldi once a year and she buys 10 boxes. I'm not <laughs> wild about the salted licorice, but like she used to give that to us from when we were pretty little. So like I'm definitely like solidly pro aniseed and licorice. And the aniseed lingers. It's really, the chips are really stuck in my teeth. Ah. <laughs> uh. And then, like, once you start chewing it for a while, the aniseed taste goes away because it's quite fatty chocolate and it covers yeah. it quickly. I'm going to say this is true neutral. Mm. Oh. Um, I think the idea of putting... Because, like, chocolate-coated licorice is not that weird, but normally it's, uh. like, soft licorice. Yeah. Like, licorice chips is pretty weird, even though, like, licorice... Tr- and the proportion of licorice to chocolate is totally reversed. Mm. Yeah. So it's reasonably weird, but not, like, unforeseen. Yeah. And, like, I wouldn't buy that again, but I'd eat more. <laughs> I'll yeah. eat more of those. If they were at a party, yeah. I'd probably, like, put some in my pocket because it's free chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, Ruth, so I, I hear you've researched some good facts. I have researched some good facts and this this um I kind of like incidentally came across this um these facts um and then looked into it further because as I was saying before Japan doesn't do Easter so naturally there's no hot cross buns and I love hot cross buns can I tell a story actually can I quickly jump in and tell a story about Japan not doing Easter yes of course um because I knew Japan didn't do Easter because I was like, yeah, there's not that many Christians. But Japan loves cute things. And I was kind of like, they'll still do the cute bits of Easter the way they do the cute bits of Christmas and the cute bits of Valentine's Day. Oh, Mm. boy, was I wrong. (laughs) Um, I when I at one point when I was living in Japan, I lived in like a really big share house, like kind of halfway between dorms and a share house. And it was around Easter time. And I can't remember how I got onto the topic, but I was chatting with a couple of housemates about like, like, oh no, they were asking about like, what do you do? Like, do you do Hanami in Australia? And I said, no, we don't have Hanami in Australia. Our spring comes at a totally different time. But at this time of year, we do celebrate Easter. And they were like, yeah, yeah, I've heard of Easter. You paint eggs. I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, well, actually in Australia, we don't always, like painting eggs isn't a big tradition. I think that's more of an American. Um, we normally yeah. and I think um also in yeah some places in Europe they paint eggs too yeah um I said like basically we eat chocolate <laughs> um like if you're Christian you go to church and everyone eats chocolate and everyone is excited about the Easter bunny or sometimes in Australia we have the Easter bilby which is like another little animal we rabbits are introduced here we don't love rabbits. And I said, so we, and the Easter, um, the Easter bilby um, or the Easter bunny goes around and delivers chocolate eggs to people. And people also eat like um, chocolate animals. So they eat chocolate um, chicks and chocolate rabbits. 
And as I started getting onto the bit about chocolate chicks and chocolate rabbits, yeah. Um, one of my housemates' face just like absolutely blanched, and I was like, "What's what's going on?" And she was like looking at me. Yeah. And I was really, and I just sort of continued. I was like, and I was like, yeah. And like, you buy the chocolate animals and you give chocolate animals to each other. And then she was yeah. like, I thought you were vegetarian. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, there was a deep misunderstanding there in that I had a housemate think that at Easter, we ate literal chicks and rabbits. How chocolate apart. covered in chocolate? <laughs> um, covered in chocolate, maybe, maybe broiled in chocolate. I'm not really <laughs> sure. Um, that's kind of a cursed food that got away, isn't it? That is that is a that is a bit of a cursed food that got away. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I know, like some. I think in like Mexico they make a, a sauce. I remember trying to make oh. this a while ago. Yeah, a sauce using olive. chocolate, but it's savory. They don't. Yeah. It's not sweet at all. That sounds good. Yeah, it's, it was yum. But that, it took a lot of effort yeah. for me. <laughs> yeah, no, you can, you can have chocolate mole chicken, like I guess, and yeah. I suppose chocolate mole rabbit. Yeah, yeah. Easter edition, but not for, yeah. not for vegetarians. But yeah, no. so then I had to go back and be like, oh no, no, it's rabbit shaped chocolate. Yeah, here, yeah, right now there wasn't even some. There's like chocolates for sale. Mm. Um, like Easter chocolate, but um, that'll be just like a small part of like the seasonal items mm. section of the supermarket. Yeah, but most of the seasonal items are taken up by spring, like springtime stuff. Yeah. Okay, so what was your uh, story, Rue? Well, because I, I can't get hot cross buns here, I wanted to make my own hot cross buns. And I think it is, I do bake my own bread. So I, I, I am willing to need a thing and wait time to have a bread item. So I, I was looking into how to make hot cross buns and a bunch of the recipes didn't use like the flour, like paste for the cross and used an icing, used oh. like regular icing. And then I was, I was like, <laughs> what? So I looked up and it seemed as though most of the American recipes like told you to use icing instead and but so i was kind of curious about that the cross is one of the best bits the cross is one of the best bits like yeah what is like if I, I would think if you had icing on top it would take away from like the sweetness of the fruit bits in the inside yeah. bun. No. like and also like the kind of gentle sweetness of the hot cross bun itself but they do the same thing with like cinnamon rolls in america where cinnamon rolls will have all this like cream cheese icing on top and it's like just drowning in it (laughs) like yeah yeah like so but i kind of shelved that but then i was looking i wanted to know like where did they come from so i looked it up and i found an article from the smithsonian that was very interesting and it linked to a bunch of other articles about hot cross buns and in its thing it was like uh traditionally they use um a paste made of flour and water as the crossed cross rather than icing or chocolate that we use today and i was like oh so this is like a it's an american thing but the first apparently the first dude to put icing on hot cross buns oh not icing sorry um the um the cross itself was a 12th century monk um who did it but like apparently there was there's like um evidence that like pagans back in the day 
ate hot cross buns and they found um because the word easter comes from like a god of spring Mm. like it's i can't even say it i looked it up last night how to say it and then i was like i should make a note of that pronunciation and then i was like no no i'll just remember it and i don't um but apparently there was they found some like some hot cross buns in a city that was covered in ash since 79 CE. Oh my God. And That's they found incredible. these. <laughs> yeah. And this, yeah, they found these, these little hot cross buns. So oh. we've been eating them for a long time. And they then. The cross on that isn't actually like a religion thing necessarily. Yeah. So yeah, I thought the cross was about Jesus dying on the cross, mm-hmm. but it, it looks as though we've been eating buns at springtime with a cross on the top for a long time. So that's um, so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Some sort there was like something about a symbol of some kind of wheel. That like people were eating those and they were like, yes, the cross represents Jesus now. (laughs) (laughs) And apparently back in the day, people would just score the buns in a cross shape. Yeah. Um so they could have been X hot X buns then. Hot X buns, they could have been. They could have been. And like apparently in like 1592, um Elizabeth the first um, declared that hot cross buns couldn't be sold on any day aside from Good Friday, Christmas, or at burials. Oh. And people would like get in trouble with the law for baking hot cross buns themselves at home. But that means she is the first, like maybe one of the earliest um, causes of like exclusivity of a product, you know? Yeah. <laughs> we have for that. Other than like, you know, seasonal things. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she started. If it wasn't for Queen Elizabeth the First doing this, yeah, maybe we wouldn't have our cursed limited edition foods. Exactly, like a butterfly effect. Elizabeth. Speaking of hot cross buns, do you want to prepare your next food, Robin? I will. Okay, so I think it's time for our next round of cursed foods. Excellent. Robin, what have you got for us? So thematically, mine is a hot cross bun. Now, these nice. are uh, Woolworths Indulgent Mocha hot cross buns. Mocha? Mocha. Mocha hot cross buns. Mocha. Um, now, this, that may not sound weird to everyone, but in the UK, we only get fruit hot cross buns. And then uh, when, like, Easter hit here, and there's, like, chocolate hot cross buns everywhere like even more common than the fruit ones i was just like what is going on (laughs) these are so weird um and then you get like plain ones as well that just are like naked (laughs) we have the cross on but no fruit and just like it's just every different variant again it's that thing like with chocolate where in australia it's like they take whatever thing that the brits brought over and then just make a million weird versions of it (laughs) Um, so just like putting chocolate in hot cross buns is weird enough for me. Um, and then I found mocha, uh, mocha ones, which, um, coffee and chocolate, coffee and chocolate. Coffee so and I, chocolate. But I want to confirm, that sounds- they, do they still have the regular cross not made of chocolate? They do have the regular cross. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So they have a cross made of flour paste. Yeah. Even the chocolate crosses will often be just. They're, they're not even sweet. They'll be like... They're still flour a, paste. Yeah. They're still flour paste with some cocoa powder in it. Yeah, That doesn't even happen in England. We just get basic hot cross buns. That's it. Yeah. Like, nothing <laughs> else. Chocolate ones are good. I, my favourite is still the basic, but the chocolate ones are good. 
Okay, so uh, I toasted these and I put butter on them because that's what you meant to do with hot cross buns. Yes. Um, and I'm going to try them now. Yeah, I mean, that's like objectively delicious. Um, yeah. It doesn't taste like a hot cross bun to me. Mm. I think because the fruit is so much part of that. But yeah. Is there any fruit in it? No, none. It's just dark chocolate. Um, it seems to be Cadbury's old gold dark, dark chocolate. Yeah. Um, I can't really taste the coffee at all. There's a very slight coffee aftertaste, maybe, but it mostly just tastes mm. like almost like a chocolate chip cookie, actually. Coffee, I think sometimes, like you get coffee in chocolate cakes and it doesn't taste like coffee at all. Like I think coffee, like unless coffee is the main flavor in a coffee chocolate thing, the coffee just like enhances the chocolate. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. No, I mean, it's really good, but it's not really a hot cross bun. Yeah. I'm going to rate this like neutral good. Yeah. It's pretty weird to me. Um, but it's also great, so sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, alrighty, for my next thing, um, I've I've got I've got something savory. The the this might not appear to be a springtime item at first, but this is very much the the flavor of the month. Usually at this time, there would be huge like festivals and things like that because of the the cherry blossoms and. Like there'll be like if you go to some of the big parks, they'll often have lots and lots of like food, like food carts, and um, like like Megaro River will have like a big festival lining the streets, and there's people selling stuff. So festival foods is like a lot of the foods have got flavors of festival foods, like things you could get, and. Um, we weren't in lockdown. Yes, if we weren't in lockdown, then you would be eating this in a park with your mates. But instead, here is Pringles flavored like that. <laughs> um, and most of these flavors I can't eat because I'm well. We're all vegetarian, so it, it like doesn't really la- limit snacks too much. But in this one, it generally does limit snacks. Like I, I can't eat like takoyaki, like octopus ball, um, like chips because. Do they actually have octopus in them? Yeah, some they've got octopus or like they've got like fish. They've got like um katsuoboshi. They've got fish flakes and things like that. Um, But this one is a meat flavor, but it does not have any meat in it. It is fried chicken flavored Pringles. Mm -hmm. It's got um uh it's got little festival lanterns on the outside of the packet. It's it's quite a a very hot pink um packaging. Springtime. Is very springtime, um, reminiscent of the cherry blossoms, and it's got a big thing on the front saying everyone will love it, and as soon as you'll eat it, you'll know what it tastes like. <laughs> right. And and then it's got a big limited edition sticker on, uh, not sticker, like uh, label on the outside. So open this bad boy up. It smells good. It smells like um. It smells exactly like Maggie two minutes noodle powder. <laughs> Chicken flavor or? Chicken flavor, yeah. Which I love. I love Maggie chicken two minute noodles. Yeah. Um, alrighty, I'm going to give these a taste. Mm. It's Maggie two minute chicken noodles in Pringle form. That's delicious. <laughs> That's so good. Does it taste like fried chicken though? Does Rue know what fried chicken tastes like? Well, I've made um vegetarian 
like karage because like japanese fried chicken is different to the way a lot of a lot of japanese tv is just straight up advertising like they'll do like a panel show and they'll talk about a brand and it is just straight up an advertisement or they'll talk about a store right it'll be like oh let's guess what are the most popular like onigiri at 7-eleven and they have like a whole like 40 minute segment on this but like it's just an advertisement for 7-eleven disguised as tv content anyway i was watching one of these about kfc um i had a big thing about what makes japanese fried chicken different to um kfc and the thing about japanese fried chicken is they do not flavor the the coating on the outside at all it is the coating on the outside is just flour or like cornstarch or like kind of flour and batter yeah it's just powder um, but they do, you marinate the chicken for a long time in like soy sauce, garlic, vinegar, and ginger. And so I think that's what they're trying to do, but it does, it does just taste like, um, chicken stock. I don't know what real chicken is meant to taste like, <laughs> but it does taste like chicken stock. <laughs> that's delicious. I'll eat this whole thing. I think this is, um, I think this is lawful good. Yeah. yeah. I think, um. The the flavor of fried chicken is not too unusual because um, you do get like chicken chips yeah. and like things this like that. So I come up when we do a crisp episode because we will do a crisp episode. But yeah, the sort of chip flavors that you get in different countries are more or less normal in different places. And in the UK, we have a lot of meat flavored crisps. Um, like you get a lot of like mm. roast beef, roast chicken, like. And it's like they're all like kind of dinner, but it's crisps. Yeah. <laughs> um, mm. Well, I've got a lot to say about basic chip flavors in different countries. Yeah, yeah, we'll get into so, that. But one. I'll save that for the chip yeah. episode. <laughs> all right, final treats. So these are more hunting eggs. Yeah, these are. This is another little pack of hunting eggs. Um, these are. Lifesaver Easter hunting eggs milk chocolate with fruit tingles. So Ooh. You, you know, right, you know, like, 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 like candy lifesavers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not really a thing in Australia, but for some reason we've got lifesaver eggs and a classic um, ice pop is the lifesaver ice pop. Mm. Yeah. Like a long stick with like a rainbow on it. But this yeah. Lifesavers. Like. Yeah. And we used to get these sometimes, but yeah, no, mostly I remember having lifesavers when I was in Ireland. And the back says, get on the hunt for treats that tickle the taste buds this Easter morning. Nothing but delicious milk chocolate packed with fizzy fruit tingles. See, the weird thing is these are not Daryl Lee branded, but they look the same as the Daryl Lee ones. Yeah, and they were in the same shelf on the supermarket. So it's probably the same company, even if it's a different, like, brand. Let me see. With, like, hunting eggs, I'm... As a kid, I was just totally satisfied to get, like, just the cheapest... Waxiest boys. Waxiest boys. Like, that was satisfying. I was in it for the hunt. I wasn't really in it for, um... And specifically, it was getting more than my siblings. Uh, Ah, yeah. (laughs) domination is is the best thing Mm, it's key (laughs) exactly and it's the one time where you know when you got two siblings normally everything gets divided exactly equally with like a a ruler and everything but (laughs) eggs just whatever you find is yours yeah so this is your one being redistributed afterwards 
you had to no yeah hunting (laughs) yeah but um okay um so the the packaging of these is quite pretty um they're in a silver foil with like all different colored hoops on them oh that's cute i do love lifesaver icy poles lifesaver icy poles are so good they're so yum i remember kind of like just plain ice yeah uh, i like a frosty fruit though as well. oh frosty fruit is also good yeah um, frosty fruits are much more expensive though because they have they are much, actual they content are in them <gasps> yeah um so like i've looked on the backs and these seem to be from different companies they don't have the same um addresses but this is the same really shoddily made egg molds oh um so i think that i think these two breeds of egg are related though i'm not sure mm. how they could be perhaps from the same mold company <laughs> mold supplier no like the addresses for everything on them are different yeah, yeah. oh no i mean like maybe the company that sold oh. daryl lee the molds to begin with is the same company that sold lifesavers body molds to lifesavers yeah. yeah okay okay smells like chocolate like you can see some little bits of fruit tingle peeking out at the edge. Hmm. <laughs> you don't look super happy about that. There's not a great. lot happening here. Tingling? It's not tingling though, which was kind of the only thing I was looking forward to. <laughs> the first thing I've noticed, fruit tingles come in a lot of different flavors. And yeah. I think this contains every flavor of fruit. <laughs> I guess the only like the only like common flavor between them is sour yeah so there's like some orange flavor some (laughs) lemon flavor some sort of like fake strawberry they're all happening simultaneously yeah it's very crunchy it's like eating chips of chalk in your chocolate i was whinging about the licorice but this is much worse chips of chalk does not sound good yeah more so than lifesavers, this reminds me more of candy hearts. Oh, okay. It's like there's little chunks of candy heart in there. Oh. Uh. But yeah, so you bite into it. It's like chocolate for a little bit. And then you like crunch onto like some bits of chalk. And then suddenly you're tasting like sour, like overwhelmingly sour <laughs> and chocolate. And all the fake fruit tastes that are yeah. fruit tingles. That just sounds like a mess. It's just a mess. Like it's definitely chaotic something. Yeah. I'm not sure it's quite evil. I'm wondering if I'm going to be soft on evil ones because I'm kind of a garbage guts. Ranking <laughs> 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 is what matters. So. Yeah. yeah. And like that means that when something does get evil from you, it will have truly earned it. Yeah. 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 I think over, over time, our listeners will come to understand our biases in food yeah um yeah i think this is chaotic neutral i'm not sure who thought this was a good idea um (laughs) fruit doesn't really go with chocolate in that way like sour fruit yeah um i would never have eaten a candy heart and been like you know what would go great with this (laughs) chocolate some some cheap chocolate when I was a kid for like April Fools, one time I covered Fisherman's Friends, mm. like the extra spicy no. Fisherman's Friends in yeah. chocolate and gave it to my friends, but they seemed to like it. Oh. Yeah. So 
So, like, kids are just, like, dumpsters for bad chocolate, I guess. <laughs> yeah, you get all those, like, super sour ones that are just, like, ridiculously, like, sour toasting. See, I can get into yeah. that because that's a challenge. That's, yeah. like, eating the most spicy thing or something. Yeah, I'm kind yeah. of like, this is not the most spicy or the most sour or the most bitter. It's, yeah. It's like a really neutral fizzy in inverted commas mm. because it'd be better things- with popping candy even like popping candy would be great. Yeah, um, yeah. So like it has like the negative elements of you know when you get a handful of Skittles and you shove them all in your mouth <laughs> and you yes. can kind of taste every flavor at taste once, but none right of above. the flavors. Mm. Yeah, it has that. Actually, no. You know what this is like. Mm. You have a bowl that's mi- that someone has mixed the M and M's and the Skittles in. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's always that's unpleasant. I don't like that. <laughs> Give me one or the other. It's 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 exactly that experience, except also with some tiny bits of chalk to add crunch. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> Delicious talk. Chaotic evil because yeah, like um, mixing the Skittles and the M&Ms in one bowl is a is a chaotic it's evil It's also that I think the evil yeah. part of it also comes in the fact that you're meant to hide these for children to find and think that they're a wonderful treat. Naturally, yes. <laughs> I think kids would like this. Uh, yeah. Though like the chalk texture is not ideal. No. But kids eat rocks sometimes. <laughs> 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 Just because kids eat actual chalk doesn't mean they should have chalk candy. Robin, I heard you have a good one that got away. Yes. So while I was researching what Easter candy I could get in Australia, I basically discovered that my homeland is the seat of power of terrible Easter decisions. (laughs) Maybe even more than um, the the whatever whiz-fizz egg thing I had. Um, (laughs) So the one I, I discovered initially that I was sad I couldn't get hold of is that there was a cream egg stout released, like a, a Cadbury's cream egg stout. Which oh my god! Like sold out on pre-orders, um, which I didn't know you could do with a stout. Um, no, I I would eat that. I I think that would be nice. But like, still counts as cursed to me. That's like, so cursed. It's really cursed. Also, like a cream egg is so sweet that like I don't think I could drink a whole can of that. Yeah as a stout um connor doesn't your dad have a wild cream egg story about bringing cream eggs yes he does have i do have a wild cream egg story i have an uncle that works for cadbury's back over in ireland and so sometimes when we were kids and we used to go over he Mm. would get like the the seconds from the cadbury factory and we'd always get like I remember once like filling a whole suitcase with star bars, which are my favorite <laughs> chocolate that you can't get in Australia. They're like a boost, <laughs> but with peanut butter. Yeah. Oh, that um, sounds nice. They're so good. Um, and in Germany, they're called Wunderbars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so good. Um, but anyway, my dad had been over in Ireland just for like a short trip. Mm. And when he was coming back, he was staying with those relatives and like they'd had a kind of late night and at the last minute my uncle had been like oh wait I have to I have to give you something and my dad said like by the time it was this hour of the night and it'd been like a big trip he didn't really remember that whole thing but he was like oh yeah I got some chocolates next day in the airport two days later probably it takes a while to get back to Australia 
coming into customs <laughs> at Melbourne Airport and the customs yeah. guy pulls over my dad and says, sir, I'm going to need to take a look in your bag. And my dad, like, starts sweating. Like, oh, no. Because, like, Australia is really strict on customs and you never know what they're going to do. And he's, yeah. and he's like, okay. And, like, starts opening and he was like, what, like, what seems to be the problem? And he says, like, do you have any eggs in your bag? And my dad was like, no. And he was, and like, and then the guy was questioning me, he was like, do you have any involvement with the wildlife trade? What countries oh have you come gosh. through? And yeah. it's slowly getting more intense. And my dad is like, oh my God. <laughs> like <Yeah>. someone's <laughs> put something in my bag yeah. um, that's really bad. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. oh, bag up. And then he sees the chocolates that were jammed in the top and it's a 48-pack of cream eggs. Um, And the customs inspector sort of, like, looked over them, unwrapped the outside a little bit and was like, no, they do seem to be chocolate, not python eggs whatever. Okay. I was really expecting that story to go in the direction of weed eggs. Weed Um, eggs. (laughs) Weed (laughs) eggs. Apparently it is a thing, like, um, I remember seeing this really cursed photo on 4chan when I was a a dumb 13-year-old on 4chan. And it was of someone wearing a pair of underpants with hummingbirds, like, sewn into the inside of the underpants. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this is bizarre and cursed. And then someone explained it beneath that it was part of wildlife smuggling. Yeah. That apparently that's a thing people do. Yeah. So like actual budgie smugglers. Actual budgie (laughs) smugglers. Yeah. So um cream eggs nearly got my dad in prison for wildlife smuggling. (laughs) (laughs) So the other um cursed easter eggs i discovered in the uk um also alcohol related there is both a guinness egg and a gin and tonic egg the gin and tonic egg specifically was sold by m&s and is like a a pale green color oh no why m&s market spencers is like the one of the fancy supermarkets so it's clearly they make they make a they make a good sandwich they do make a good sandwich yeah they're pretty good um, yeah. I don't know if they make a good G&T egg though because I couldn't find it no. um, <laughs> and the worst one is probably the cheese egg which is a cheese Easter egg oh no um, sadly, chocolate? It to be chocolate and cheese combined I think it was okay. pasta, and it's basically just like a cheese globe um, <laughs> with apparently like chutney and crackers inside of it oh no just oh that's awful yeah you don't really want cheese like and i think it was blue cheese as well um yeah you don't really oh. want like kind of vacuum formed cheese shapes like at all um no so yeah if only we could find the cheese egg. <laughs> it's just like i bet someone came up with that name and was like this is a great idea this is our this is our product yeah. this will make our easter sales I was also Eastering, I was also Eastering, (laughs) researching (laughs) eggs at one point because I was kind of interested like in In what what eggs? Emu eggs. Emu eggs. I was looking up to see like where you might be able to buy an emu egg. Um, And then at the bottom of my search results, I got, um, I got a little ad that was like, 
if you want to look in shopping for um a emu cream egg that's too much cream egg <laughs> um, <laughs> which no 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 but like i was actually disappointed in the end because i thought this was an emu sized cream egg but it turns yeah. out it's something kind of weirder it's an yeah. emu sized egg mold that has face cream in it yeah, made emu from cream emu is like oil thing, yeah that's oh like oh that's bizarre but they were calling it a cream egg. Yeah. Because it was Why? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> is, is emu oil derived from emus? Or yes, from- yeah. It's yeah. probably yeah. Yeah. So you got to do something. That's cursed by itself. Yeah. yeah. Thank you all for listening. Like and subscribe. You can, if you're listening on YouTube, you can find us on Spotify. If you're listening on Spotify, you can find us on YouTube. Um, <laughs> there are pictures and- of the foods if you have a look on YouTube. And the yes, chart. and we'll also post um, some pictures in our alignment chart into the um, into the, the subreddit r slash bone apple tea podcast. Yep. So please check that out if you want to contribute to the community. Yep. All right. And tune in next time for chips crisps. Yep. Bon apple tea. Bon apple tea.